Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. Hot Goth Summerfest returns to the Blue Note Park for a second year, darker and louder than ever. Grab your tickets for Friday, August 11th at Blue Note Park for a stellar lineup with the Haley's, Poodle Paddle, Beth, and Akina. Also featuring a midnight set of industrial minimalist techno by Viva Non. Hot Goth Summer is supported by Little Brown Jug. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? I'm here with a uh, band that's relatively new to me, and uh, I assume relatively new to the local music scene. I mean, they have, um, I will get into it, I'm sure, during the conversation here, but the interviewees on this episode have a ridiculous amount of music out there on their Bandcamp page, and uh, it seems like most of it has been released in the relatively recent past, but uh, we're going to find out. So um, I guess the best way to start this off is if the four of you want to introduce yourselves and what you do in the band, and that way people can put a name to the voice. So whoever wants to go first. Um. I'm Artem. I play guitar. Uh, Sean, uh, whatever. I'm Lucas. Uh, I play bass. Generally, I write lyrics. Sometimes I do a little bit of uh, chords, but simple chords, mostly s- easy chords. And That's is this- Andrew. Okay. That's Andrew. Right, right. Way. He didn't. Uh, yeah, he didn't name him. My name's An- my name's Andrew. Sorry, put the voice to the 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 name voice. To the voice. <laughs> um, so, is this the full lineup? Because it looks like on some of your releases, you have like considerably more people involved, and, and depending on the uh, on the recording, uh, it's just anybody that we're friends with is welcome. Okay, cool, cool. So, so like I said at the beginning, I mean, you have you seem to be very prolific. Uh, you have a, a release that came out a few days ago from when we're recording this. You have a live thing that came out at the end of last month. There's, you know, at least a dozen other things there on your Bandcamp. How, how long has this actually been a project? I think for like probably five or six, Boys Road, five or six years. There's other bands. We had a band called Happy. But we've been writing songs like for as long as I can remember for real long. February 2018. Okay, so right in the middle of your band's existence, you had to deal with the pandemic and all that stuff. Um, did that... Uh, I'm sick of asking questions about that because everyone's, I think, done talking about it, but um, did that affect you guys in a major way as far as, you know, what you wanted to do as a band? I know in most cases people couldn't, you know, play shows or even get together in a lot of uh, a lot of situations. Honestly, no. COVID, we... was, a, COVID was awful. I hated it. <laughs> I, honestly, we thrive. Like me and Andrew, we're neighbors. We live next door to each other. Uh, didn't I think so? Probably drank COVID. Was yeah. I off? I don't know. You were on, man. It didn't bother me. 
anything, I think if anything, it triggered more creativity because you're inside all the time and you have to just work with what you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I guess like, and I, I, this is another shitty question that people don't like answering, um, but I got to ask it anyway. How do you define what it is that you do? Because I think I was pleasantly surprised when I um, first listened to your stuff because I, I try to follow like every local band I can find on social media just to sort of keep, keep up with what's going on. And I think I'd been it was like a few months of following you before I actually decided to go in and listen to what it was. And it was not, I don't know what I expected, but it was not what I expected. It was a lot crazier and a lot more kind of uh, diverse and weird in a very good way. Um, is there a way you describe it? Like, do you have sort of a Cole's Notes way of describing what it is? Um, you guys want to take turns? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say we just have fun with it. Like, I think that's the priority. Um, do whatever we want and have fun. I think it's very uh, spur of the moment, that kind of thing. You know, it's, it's very in the moment. We'll have lyrics ready to go. Andrew always writes awesome lyrics. And we'll have, um, you know, we'll have all that ready to go. It's very, yeah, very quick, very in the moment type music. And it's just kind of whatever we think and whatever we feel, we'll we'll put it on there. Andrew is the man with the personality and the face and all of it. That's false. <laughs> it can't be. It can't be false. Because why am I here? Everything I do is just for him. It's embellished. It's a little uh, wishful thinking, embellishment, nature, happiness kind of. I'm not making any sense, but it's more like uh, I think I'm a small part of it. I might be the face of Boys Road, but Sean is the soul. <laughs> Whatever. But Okay, like... Genre is hard, you know. It's, it is. It we is. Just have, we just mess around. What? How much of it is improvised? Then I guess because, like you're saying, a lot of it's kind of in the moment, and it, a lot of it seems very stream of consciousness um, in the lyrics as well as sort of the playing too, right? A lot of it just seems like it's it's very much just happening. Like, I guess a better question is: uh, Do these songs sound the same when you play them live as they do on the record, or are they is it different every time? Uh, the improvised stuff we don't really do live, and if we improvise live, it's completely different. It's actually kind of strange because I think writing the songs is a lot of improvisation and spontaneity. When we're actually doing the songs, it's pretty much by the book, like cookie cutter, black and white, kind of just is what it is. Okay, okay. So is there like a big section of your catalog that isn't something you play live? I mean, some of them may be more out there songs? Oh, yeah. What the hell we've got? Yeah, there's... I think we... I keep throwing around the number 300, but I think we have more than that. Yeah, there's there's lots of... There's lots of stuff that is probably like unplayable live some of it's just bad <laughs> that's a fact well are, are you one of those bands that no, just releases bad. everything then i mean is that is that kind of part of the reason for the uh the prolific nature of your your, your band camp page is do you just put out everything you do mm, we used to more so but yeah i mean it's just that that song is how it is that's you know and now it's out i don't know if it's necessarily bad it's just Maybe not the, that accessible and more of a niche sort of thing, sort of songs that sort of just sort of uh, they wander around and they're sometimes kind of aimless, but then they try to find a destination that'll work for the individual listener. We'll call it that. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds better than what I was saying. And, <laughs> but um, so who is this for then? I mean, I know the genre thing is, is hard to answer, especially with something, a band like this. But I mean, do you have an idea of uh, of where you belong in Winnipeg's music scene? With this kind of music, because it's it's hard to pin down. I mean, I, I think almost deliberately hard to pin down. And there's there's so many just kind of like uh, 
cliquey nature of Winnipeg's music scene. There's there's the metal bands that all play shows together, and the hardcore bands, and the country bands, and folk, but whatever. Have you found somewhere that you belong? Like, are there other bands in town that you sort of feel a kinship with, whether they sound like you or not? Uh, hard to say. We kind of just do it for ourselves. Yeah. We all love each other very much, and we we it. like to make each other laugh, and that's a huge part of it. We do. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That's the laughing. It is worth mentioning that Real Love has hooked us up with pretty much all of our shows, so that's kind of been our scene. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the reception then from from people in that scene? Like, I mean, I don't think that this is necessarily what they're expecting from going to one of those shows with the other bands on the bill, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely. I feel we're we're a big left turn when uh, you come to any of the shows that were on the bill, and you see the other bands, and then we come on, and it's like. This is very different, which is a good thing, which I really uh, appreciate. That's something that we do, and it's a good thing to be different. That's what I've always felt. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I still think we can hold our own, though. Like, I listen to us, and I think, like, yeah, we could play this show or this venue or this maybe bigger stage to more people. I think I think the future is still uh, going to be better than what we've done already, I think. I think the best is yet to come. A thousand Andrews on a conveyor belt Say please to beat you My half-life is on the North Pole On the conveyor belt we argue About different belts In the cradle of civilization The crusaders make the contraption They know Andrew's on a roll A big Andrew bowl Salamander salvation makes the Germans recoil. They formed a republic, but it didn't do anything. Hatred and love and train nuts, train nuts, train nuts. An ocean of tears! This day will never end! I betrayed my friend! A young boy got castrated to increase his vocal pitch! He sings so high in a ditch! Leon Trotsky died today! I offered him his gum. Yeah, Leon Trotsky's dead. 
Well, with um, with some of these more kind of improvised sounds and things like that, do you feel like I mean, I mean, if you listen back to the older stuff you did, you know, when you started out as a band, you listening, and then compare it to the stuff you're doing now, what kind of sonic progress, I guess, have you have you made as a band um, from sort of you know the beginnings to to where you are today? Uh, we had full albums recorded on an eight-track app on my iPhone six. Yeah, that would uh, make a difference. Yeah, and now we've got a lot of technology. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make make my lyrics more into stories that have like a narrative, a beginning, middle, and end that something can hook on, people can listen to it and make sense of something. It used to just all be random things that I would find. I did a lot of reading and I do research for my songs, but I'm trying to do that more now. Well, I found it interesting too that all the songs had lyrics on the Bandcamp, which for something that is it is more experimental, it's not something you expect to see. So that was kind of cool that that, that it was just right there to listen along with, um, read along with as you're listening. Cool. Uh, yeah. I guess how important is that to, to, for the listeners to actually, you know, be able to to know what you're saying and, and know what the lyrics about. are. As far as I'm concerned, without Andrew's lyrics, we're not here. You know, the entire point uh, is to know what he's saying. Hi, buddy. Hey. <laughs> Got visitors here. Uh, my roommate. Oh, right on, right on. Um, so what? His girlfriend. So you you just put out uh, a release, uh, I guess a few days ago from when we were recording this, and uh, th- the first thing I noticed on listening to it was just like the excessive amount of autotune used in a very, uh, you know, uh, the humor aspect of it is definitely there. There's like this weird rendition of the American National Anthem, and it's, it's it, <laughs> which I thought was great. But um, is that something that, like, why autotune? I mean, is it just because it's a, it's a ridiculous tool at your disposal, or...? Yeah, that's only on two songs, and it's because I got a cool little thing from work, and it has a you know auto tune on it. and We've never done it, so we played. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fun little fun little uh, thing about that Star Spangled Banners. That's me singing that. Okay. And um, really, with that whole this new album that came that we put out uh, for Brand New Spanking Man, we uh, we rented a cabin for a weekend, and we recorded that album within the whole weekend, and. Sean had that basically it's like this what is it? It's like an interface box. I don't know. It's thing. from China. It's really cheap. Yeah, but he had the thing and it had so many a bunch of different effects and it had this auto-tune effect. And you could pick the key on there. And I sang Star Spangled Banner in E flat, but it the 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 setting was set to F major. So it did this very weird pitch shifting thing, and it's quite funny. It was it was really funny to hear it come out because yeah. when it was coming through the monitor you couldn't really hear it, and I just sang the thing and then we heard it back and we rolled on the floor laughing. It was it was awesome. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting version. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say this: Lucas certainly is technically, I'd say, more advanced in terms of his vocal range and his ability to sing melodies and stuff. Again, I want to just emphasize that I'm the poet. He is the poet. That's true. He is the poet. Yeah, that seems to have been pretty well established, I think, uh, <laughs> from, the, from the very beginning of this. Um, so, oh, he's scared. Uh, do you bring the songs, do you bring the lyrics to the band and then you guys kind of develop things from there? Or do lyrics come after the music's been created? The lyrics come first. I have like hundreds of pages of lyrics on my laptop. Okay. Well, then uh, with that, with that many songs and that, that, that many lyrics to kind of sift through, how, how do you determine whether a song is right for this band. I mean, how, how do you decide from those hundreds of pages of lyrics, which ones suit this project? It's my only band. 
moment. <laughs> okay, well, how do you how do you choose the ones then? Because you're not doing, or maybe you are doing all hundred pages worth of songs. But I mean, for the, for this album, for example, how did you decide which songs were um sort of the ones that was all use? that was all done at the the cabin. Okay. Okay. There weren't any pages we didn't use. Uh, that varies. That question, like the answer to that question, varies a lot. Uh, all of us filter. Andrew filters himself. We cut lines. We cut verses. We move them around. He reads them out. I write them down. I mishear things. He misreads them as he's singing them. It's all just everywhere. Cool. So it becomes a group effort after they're originally after they're initially brought into the. That makes that makes sense. A lot of times it is a group effort. Well, more so it's him, but yeah. Was the uh, oh sorry? Go ahead. I like writing lyrics and I like collaborating, but uh, it's also something I do on my own because I have lots of problems and I just like putting it on the page and seeing it later and it makes me smile. That's healthy. Yeah, it sounds healthy actually. Yeah. <laughs> was the uh, was the cabin thing? Was that? Did you specifically go there to record this? Like, was that the, was that the point of going to the cabin? Yes. And did that give you a different sort of vibe than than where you'd recorded before? Uh. I think so. It was you say no to that. Yeah, because we were there for what three days almost, um, just together all the time, basically hanging out, and working on music. That's all we did. If we went somewhere else, it would have been completely different, definitely. Yeah, and it also gave us uh, the opportunity, you know, to make a lot of noise in a space where, I mean, normally we're. Where we normally record, it's. I mean, we can make a decent amount of noise, but you know, other people live in the house, and it's just we were all. Um, it was it was good just to have that space dedicated to just making the album and hanging out and doing all that. Is that something you're hoping to do again? Like the similar kind of idea where you have uh, just the ability to do whatever it is you need to do over a period of time. Well, yeah. Uh, we're doing it again in August, actually. Okay. You already have enough songs for, for another one? Well, no. We went out there with nothing. Oh, okay. You wrote you know? there, too. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. 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 Just came up with everything when we were out there. Another idea I thought would be kind of cool is going on a road trip to the West Coast, and in every small town that looks interesting, we just sit there and write a song. That is that is a cool that's idea. Happening. Yeah. That's, that's a cool idea. So what um, what's the reception been to this record now? I mean, I know it's only been out for, for a, few, a few days. Um at the time we're recording this or a week or so, but um, what kind of response have you got from so far? Uh, I've heard nothing so far. Nothing. Well, that's better than... Uh, yeah, no, nobody told me anything. It's been positive from Post where he said the beats were great and my lyrics were some of the better ones that he's heard of mine. Oh, yeah, Colin liked it. Okay. okay. Well, that's... He's a good friend of ours. Yeah, like, friends of ours like it. They think it's funny. Well, that's what you want, right? That sounds like who you're making it for is for yourselves and your, your friends, right? Yes. <laughs> Something in the way the wind blows through a beard. Fractals and pores united together for the intergenerational genocide. I hate freckles, I twisted my arm I'm having my face, my fans and evil My machine is buddy, I'm a bushel of wheat 
sharpen me and feed me. I have a family and put me in a blender. I strongly recommend her. I'm with them outside. I smell like yogurt. I'm a family man, hooray. I dance like a slave. I'm not allowed to cross the border. I can't read. Always a classic. I slice and dice, Mr. Evan. I can swallow a baby whole. I blew a starfish. Scarborough Fair, forgive me for the fry bowl. German. I need to feed the chocolate, rain the sunrise. I'll feed a fetus, corporal climb and beer monster, pull ball into a sock. I render my mask, the mask is green. I made a lasagna, it's fucking ready. And that who needs to sit. What a vestibule again. I gotta go, I'm sorry, I sharpen my hooves, I'm a Patrick Caesar, I improvise my name, be superstitious, she believes in Santa, a super smart girl of a girl is all I seek, don't patronize me, I'm a vestibule and I escape. The Nazis are mine, my cousin's the mayor of Duck, Duck Island. He can do things with his tits, finger don't make sense, he belongs, he doesn't belong. His family shuns and he's bisexual. Decker Daniels was a bootlegger under the sea. The testicle was a spectacle and bigger than Sicily. The Partridge family brought me a booyah, I have goat. She's got goat, they've got goat, we all got goat. I do cartwheels in heaven, my weenus has an orbit, if you dare. Suck the ripper, fucking sexy, Uma Thurman stripper. I just abated by with an ashtray that doubles as a lawnmower. Patronize me shoes, I could never withhold my grade. sort of the, the the next step here because i mean I, you know I, I again you have this kind of mountain of music that's been released you have this new record that's just that's just come out 
what is the, uh, I guess, the goal for the rest of the year for you guys? Are you hoping to play more shows? Are you planning on doing a lot more recordings? I know you mentioned, you know, there's more recording uh, coming up. What's the next steps here? Uh, all that. All that is very fun to us, yes. Yeah, more shows, more recording. Um, no show shows planned as of right now, but hopefully we'll find something. Um, we thought about just going and playing all the venues that nobody else wants to play. Like which ones? Yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> we didn't research yet. We didn't research yet. It's just a, just an idea. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I feel like you could probably, um, depending on what the event is, you could probably f- find a way to make yourselves fit in um, to whatever event, just based on the you know the uh, the weirdness of what you're doing. I, I think you could. I think we've done like kind of rap rock, rock, hard rock, blues, jazz, duck, alt country, country. Like we've. We've been around that. Yeah. Dig. <laughs> well, where can uh, where can people hear you? I mean, I, again, I know I, I listen to a bunch of this on Bandcamp. Are any of these records, uh, especially the newest one, are they out in any other format other than streaming, or is that where you're putting all your music these days? Uh, newer ones, no. We've got some CDs of some old ones, but you have to ask, ask me nicely if you want one. Right, right. Okay, okay. We have some merchandise, like we have boys' road shirts that look very nice. I think we have like four or five different designs. They're pretty cool. And, and we have the, the book, the Bible. You have a oh, book? Yeah, we have, yeah. What is what is the what's the book? What's the story behind the book? Uh, it's the lyrics for the like first to the like the thirtieth or so album albums. And this is like a yeah. printed book form. Yeah, you can buy it on Amazon. Oh, very cool, very cool. And then uh, I assume all the stuffs on on the various streaming services and whatnot as well. Like all the music, yeah, yeah. I didn't put everything. There's some okay. stuff on the Bandcamp that's like, yeah, no. So I'm gonna leave it in the Bandcamp. <laughs> right on. Can we talk about influences? Yeah, if you want to, absolutely. What? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's let's see. Well, I, I, okay, maybe that's hard to pin down because because of kind of the uh, difficulty in in identifying what your sound is. So uh, maybe a good way to start that is: are there are there artists that all of you agree with? Like, are there certain bands that you all sort of can can cite as an influence, or is it radically different between the four of you? Sub- subtly different. I think Sean might want to say a few words about Ween. Okay. I, I don't have anything to say. I like Ween a great deal. <laughs> yeah. I, I can a see Ween being like A bunch of us like Ween. I, I'm still not sure how Andrew feels about them. Yeah, I'm still getting into it. <laughs> well, what else? What, who, who would you say are kind of the main influences then on the project other than Ween? I just do a lot of reading, and a lot of it comes from that. I'm thinking like maybe some Jack Kerouac. Uh, who else do I read in terms of poetry? I don't read much poetry. I read a lot of nonfiction, and like I try to write songs about like I don't know police officers or accountants or magicians or wizards, and a lot of what I read goes into the lyrics. Andrew really likes Guided by Voices, That's true, yeah. and uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like the fact that the guys, guys, and guided by voices are all in their sixties and they're still playing shows all around the, <clears throat> all around the country, and they're very prolific. I think Robert Pollard, the lead singer, of guided by voices, has written like two thousand, three thousand songs. So it's something to aspire to. Yeah, definitely. And in terms of Neutral Milk Hotel, I just like the fact that it's kind of like modern folk music. Like it's very simple, but lyrically, it's very imaginative and uh, metaphorical and lots of good wordplay and I, I appreciate that and the fact that it's simple because I like simple music 
Yeah. Well, simple music doesn't have to be... It can be simple on the surface, right? And there can be more going on uh, with the lyrics or musically or, or like that, that people can pick up on after third, fourth, fifth listen. And uh, yeah. If it's quality simple music, hopefully people go back to Boyd Road and they interpret things that they didn't before and they see new meanings that might not have been, like you are saying, like visible on the surface. Yeah, yeah, totally. every door an abundance of Finland the toilet never works stop you dead in your tracks the job has built this fort I got nothing to show for it the model T in the golden circle Disobey your instructor, turn purple, fend off a demon, demolish a princess, cruising for a bruising, I look good in black, my patience is running thin, you try and you win. This box Try to find out And declare our war on Poland You drink with greed It's all that you need More than you thought We bargained for I implore you I implore you Building a castle if it's not too much of a hassle A natural disaster, a dogmatic pastor Write an essay, getting messy What's the deal with airline food? It puts me in a good mood I'm going to sleep for seven years. Wake me up when I'm growing a beard. You try to understand the nonsense, the metaphors surround you. Blah, 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 blah. Oi, 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 oi. Become a bald guy. Become a bald guy. You have no navel. You're on a tower. Smell like pizza. You smell like garbage. You smell like anus. You smell like a shit storm. You smell like pomplamoose. Put it in the diner. Appreciate me, appreciate a tree, 
A beauty of a tree It's beyond you and me I fell off a cliff I hurt my foot I stubbed my toe Snow is everywhere It's snowing It's snowing It's raining It's raining It's snowing It's snowing It's raining It's raining It's hailing It's poop poop From the sky Meatballs from the sky This is never gonna end Woo! I like a movie you wanted to watch I like the smell of your clock I eat a pasta fuck man Black boy Black windshield You don't need seatbelts anymore You can be yourself Fine when you dine with a Caucasian bulldog, albino, we're a rec room, we mudroom, we need room, we want room, we have no room. Stop taking it so seriously. <laughs> Christ is devil worship, devil worship, don't mess with Christ, don't mix and match, don't have a sock, don't put your dick in a sock. It's off limit. It's off limit. The roller derby queen, she weighed 20, 200 pounds. And she made me a sweater. <laughs> out of chalk. <laughs> sweater out of chalk. Sweater building block. I never know when my mind will bite itself. I'm kind of retarded. I don't have brain... What is the significance behind the name? Because I think that's where I, I was thrown. Because there's there's a lot of bands. Um, I mean, I, I think I was confusing you with a an emo band in Winnipeg that was around like ten years ago called Boys Club. And Boys Club. My Boys, friend Sebastian plays yeah, in that yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, he's been on my show before years ago. But I think I was just confusing the name there, and I was like, okay, what is? I saw you had a new record, and I clicked on it, and it was like, this is not <laughs> the band that I thought it was. So what's what's the deal with Boys Road? What what does it mean? I actually didn't come up with it. I think Sean and Paul did. Well, we saw it. It's a real road. It's kind of by Transcona. Okay. Uh, we go there sometimes to think. I thought I had thought that there was a like an SUV or some sort of big transportation eighteen wheeler long haul contraption that said Boyd Road on the side. Yeah, I think okay. Our friend Paul saw it in the back of a truck initially. Yes, and it just clicked. And Andrew got so excited when he first heard it, he just started to sing. That's that's true. I sang a song. I've been driving days down the boys' road, and then that was it. And then, four hundred songs later, we're talking to you. <laughs> right on, right on. And then, as far as like uh, finding out about uh, upcoming shows and things like that, uh, you know, this is a podcast. Someone could hear it the day it comes out, or they could hear it a year from now. What's the best way to sort of uh, keep up on what's going on with Boys Road as far as uh, new new stuff? We only have Instagram, really. If somebody else wants to run something else, they can. But, uh, you know, yeah, there's, Instagram. There's Instagram, and then uh, all the releases, they all get posted to Bandcamp first. And then uh, they hit streaming a little bit later. So Bandcamp oh, is you, where you'd want to do You probably want people to go to Bandcamp yeah. anyway, right? Because you get 
at least something out of it. Yeah, I forgot you you can follow artists on Bandcamp as well. Uh, yeah, Bandcamp's always first. I was just saying in terms of writing lyrics, usually I multitask. Like I got a box punching bag and I'll like write lyrics for 10 minutes, do the punchy bag for 10 minutes. And then sometimes, well, no, that's inappropriate. I won't go there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> is there is there a starting point for someone who has never heard you before? Maybe they're hearing you for the first time on the show and you have a pretty daunting catalog of stuff on Bandcamp especially. Would you just direct them to check out the, the most recent release or is there sort of a, a key release in that catalog that that would be a good starting point for boys road boy golden i think is a good start that's, golden boy. yeah that's not ours that's a different guy uh or or, or youtube <laughs> <laughs> or youtube we have music videos another artist <laughs> go listen to someone else <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a good question um where, where what's up probably not probably not go to youtube just check out the music videos like yeah, shows. like there's not one full album that I think any like just a random person would just like a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to explore. I there's a lot there to explore too. We have two greatest hits albums. That might be a good starting point. Are they actually they greatest hits albums? Like or are they actually compilations of of your old stuff or Yeah, yeah. What are they called? Are they just called greatest hits? Uh greatest hits and more great hits. Okay, that should be pretty easy to find. Right on. Cool. It's on the band camp. It's on the band camp. Excellent. Beaches upon beaches. So navigate The time trial. The Gargle with dice. There's a dirty old man on the bus blowing snout rockets. A good you have a forsaken me. <laughs> <laughs>